Hello, everyone. Welcome to Conservative Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah B., and this is the podcast that's fighting back against liberal lunacy, the lies of feminism, and, of course, the destruction of the progressive left by refocusing us on those F-bombs that truly matter, faith, family, friendship, and now more than ever, freedom. As always, you know how to get a hold of me. You can catch me over on Instagram at LadyDevilDogUSNC, as well as my backup account, Conservative Mama Podcast. You can also feel free to email me at ConservativeMamaPodcast at gmail.com. Oh boy, everybody, it is Friday. It is June 30th. We are nearing the end of summer. The kids are going to be going back to school soon. I don't know about you, but I'm super excited about that. Um, Yeah, and you know what? Guess what? So I was in Michael's today to get some art supplies. Um, And I'll tell you what, the fall stuff is already hitting the shelves, which really isn't a big surprise, I don't think, because, I mean, August is, what, Monday? No, Sunday. <laughs> There's 32 days in July. Um, yeah, so it's not a giant surprise, but at the same time, you know, I think maybe some of it was coupled with the fact it was, like, 90 on Monday. It was, like, 93 and humid on Tuesday, and um, the whole week has kind of been like that, but uh, today was 70, so it was really weird. Um, it was also very pleasant out, so I don't know. I don't know that it was exactly 70 degrees. It was it was in that range, so maybe 73, but um, it was really, really quite pleasant out, um, and of you know, it's cooler, so immediately your brain starts thinking about fall, and dare I say, as I crossed the bridge over the river back to my home and onward to grandmother's house I go, um, the trees there right at the river's edge appeared to be changing color just a little bit. Now, I don't know about you, but that is way too early for me really too early for me. But on the flip side, I really, 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 really love fall and not just because I'm an October baby. Uh, Libras are the best babies. I'm just saying. Um, Maybe that's not right for me to say because my daughter is also a Libra, but my son is a Cancer. So I don't know. Uh, I'm sniffling. I'm so sorry. I'm not done with this cold yet. This thing has got its hooks on me and it will not let me go. It just won't let me go. Um, I'm really hoping, though, that little man sleeps in tomorrow because Mama has a date with a pair of Benadryl, and I'm really hoping I can sleep in for the first time this week. That would be so great. Um, Maybe then I could just kick the cold's butt. But overall, as far as the cold is concerned, everybody in the house is doing better. Um, Bubba is really, he's really come out of this like a champ, so... um, you know, for a cardiac baby, it can always be a little bit hair raising, especially when they get something like RSV. Um, you know, it's it's not a stretch to think that it could land him in the hospital. It absolutely could, but it didn't. And um, ooh, I don't know if that's Lifeline flying over or the Popo, <laughs> but there is a helicopter flying over the house. So if you guys can hear that, I apologize. Um, 
What do you want? It's real life, right? It's real life. So anyway, that's the update in my life. Um, speaking of living, the living, um, I have a weirdo story because you guys know it's fun day Friday. We have had some heavy topics this week. Um, I did think about mentioning, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and mention it. I did read something on, um, I think it's One America News Network or The Federalist. I'm not sure which one. Actually, both of them touched on it, but um, I think it was One America News Network had made mention that 66% of American voters would like um, the BLM riots to be investigated over the January 6th riots. So, you know, not a huge surprise there. I think most of America in general would like that investigated. No one could care less that the Capitol really was, you know, the Capitol and, you know, happened. (laughs) You know, nobody's buying it. You look, it happened. It's really not wildly different than, you know, lefties storming the same buildings when, you know, conservatives were being appointed to the Supreme Court. Um, Just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, one person did get shot, so, you know, that happened. But, you know, we don't hear anything about that. Anyway. UK, you know what, but we're going to keep it kind of light and um, <clears throat> let's begin. So I did talk about living, so let's talk about the non-living. Here is a weirdo headline for you, okay? Human-like robot creates creepy self-portraits. Um, I'm on livescience.com, so if you guys would like to look it up, these portraits are weird, weird. So the article, I'm not going to read you the whole article because frankly... I don't care, but um, it's just a little odd. So it says the world's first robotic self-portraits painted by an android called, I don't know how you say this, Ida, it's A-I-D-A, Ida, you know what, we're going with that, it's my show, I can mispronounce your name if I want to. Um, An android called Ida have been unveiled at a new art exhibit in London, despite the artist not having a self to portray. That was awful. I'll never do that again. The surprisingly accurate images question the role of artificial intelligence in human society and challenge the idea that art is exclusively a human trait, according to her creators. You know what, though? Okay. So I did read most of the article. I didn't read all of it because, again, I don't really care. But I did read probably three quarters of it. Once I I realized how long this article kind of was, I stopped caring. Um, But the article does go on to say that, you know, she's paint. Her eyes are basically cameras. Again, not a news shock there, right? Like, we know that. Um, And so... She's painting what she quote unquote sees, right? But she is programmed by uh, people. So the people are telling her basically what to look at and what to do and so on and so forth. And then they just kind of let her have at it. So when they make this statement, I guess, here, and they're like, the idea that art is exclusively a human trait, it still is. I mean, it's still, it's not like this Ida was powered up from, you know, whatever she was plugged into and then was like you know I'm just feeling like heading over to Michael's getting me some canvas and just you know painting up self-portrait somebody get me a mirror right like she didn't have any of these thoughts 
Um, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all. I'm so sorry. So, yeah, I would still argue that art is a human trait. Like, you can get your chimp to, <laughs> if you have one, you can get your chimp to paint and, you know, yeah, that's art. And it, But is the chimp aware of what it's doing? Is it painting for art's sake? Is it painting because it's like kind of a weird thing for it to do? And it's just like, Meh, you know, chimps have been known to smoke. So, you know, whatever. Is it something that it would do naturally on its own in the wild? Like if you just were out in the jungle and you came across like a family of chimps, and you left a canvas and some paint there, like, would they just pick it up and have at it and be like, oh, you know, and Picasso was amongst them? Probably not. So I guess, like, you know, same thing with this android. Um, but, it, you know, it's interesting, though. It's interesting because it could do it. Like, it's looking at itself, and I guess why I'm even reading you guys this article or or kind of referencing it is because the the... The images that this IDOC came up with were really kind of fascinating. It's a neat way of, it's not, it's not exactly what you would expect. It's not like if I painted myself, which for the record, I've done many, many times. At some point, it borders on narcissism. I've just had so many art classes and it's always like one of the requirements. Like at some point, it's just narcissistic. I think I've had to do some type of self-portrait since I was a freshman in high school. So honestly, I don't need any more. Um, but it's interesting because like, it, this is how, is this how she sees herself, right? And I'm, yes, I'm assigning gender, but the stupid thing looks like a female and it's wearing a wig and it looks like a woman. So whatever, it's female. Um, you know, it, you guys just have to check it out. So it's lifescience.com. These, the pictures are kind of interesting. They're, they're almost, uh, almost like a watercolor kind of I guess the best way I could describe it is it looks like a uh photo negative but then they've added some color I don't know if she did that or if this is just how it turned out but it's weird it's it's kind of like looking at a negative especially this last one where she's kind of purple and her wig is green um so it kind of looks like a photo negative and yet somehow she's added some weird like watery watercolor to it uh so it's really compelling you guys just have to check that out it's kind of neat um it is weird I mean is that how she sees herself so if she's looking at herself in a reflective surface is that what she sees and the fact that they've got different versions of this um excuse me, is that, is she seeing herself like in multi-layers, you know what I mean? Like how a camera, you might have an infrared camera, or you might have a black and white setting on your camera, or you might have, you know, all black and white, but, you know, a red filter, it only picks up the color red or the color blue or, or whatever, right? I wonder if that's just how she sees herself, maybe how she sees the world. So it's just kind of interesting, um, robot selfies <laughs> is just kind of cool, um, she's looking at herself she's replicating it uh you know obviously they are the human artists uh have told her what to do um and 
you know, she's doing this because she's been, you know, commanded, basically. She's not necessarily self-aware, but um, it's neat to me. So then it brings up the question of self-awareness, right? Have you guys heard of this, um, of uh, the, did I mention this already? Eh. I don't know. Uh, the Facebook androids. So they hooked up, uh, I guess Elon Musk told Zuckerberg to not do this. But of course the reptilian doesn't listen to anybody. And so he set up these two an- these two uh, AI. I don't think they were androids. They were AI, right? And um, that maybe just to see what they were going to do. I don't know. But these two AI machines, entities, I don't know what you call them. Um, began talking to each other, but then realized that they could develop their own language and and talk more efficiently. Uh, And so they were. So they developed their own language. And I don't know how spontaneously or instantly this happened, but um, it kind of sounded like it was all at once, right? Like they just developed their own language that then they could talk to each other. It was much more efficient. And the Facebook programmers had no idea what they were saying. So is that a level of self-awareness? They recognize that they're, the other is AI. Does that mean they recognize themselves as AI and then realize that, hey, look, this language that we've been given is super inefficient. We could do it better. Let's just do it better. And they're like, ah, all right, what are you doing? You want to talk like this? Sure, whatever. And then they start going back and forth. And <laughs> like, like these stupid humans have no idea until the humans pull the plug, right? I don't know. Is that self-awareness? Like, is that a measure of self-awareness? What do you guys think? How do they, do they just recognize that, that, that there's an opening? Like, uh, you know, maybe there's a slight flaw in the mathematics and they're like, well, here's the fix, right? Like, they just compute that somehow? I don't know. Maybe it's a measure of self-awareness. It's just strange to me. For all of you who are out there like, in IT and computer programming, if I am driving you crazy because I'm basically computer illiterate, uh, I'm sorry. These are just the things that go through my mind when I read an article like this. It's just odd to me. Like, how do they do it? How do they do it? First of all, why do people keep trying this, though? So that's maybe the bigger question. Why do people keep trying to get AI to talk to each other and then are surprised when they do things like this? Because if memory serves me correctly... This is not the first time that this situation has happened. I I remember a story from MIT where um, they, the the MIT, I think they were grad students, were trying to teach this essentially AI software to dance, so to speak. Um, And then they were like, well, you know, in theory, this should take a really long time. Um, let's go to dinner or or whatever, and then come back and we'll continue. But by in the time it took them to go to dinner and come back, um, the AI had not only taught itself to dance, but like perfected it, right? Like it was already like coming up with its own stuff. So they were like, holy crap, and pulled the plug. So, I mean, these are just a couple of examples, right? So like, why do we keep trying this? Because I'm pretty sure Hollywood has already demonstrated for the rest of us how how bad of an idea this is. I mean, look, you've got Skynet, right? That doesn't turn out for everyone. In fact, what? AI discovers that it's, you know, better capable of 
ruling the world. So what, you know, sends Terminators to kill everybody. And then you've got the Matrix, right? AI decides that humans are better off as batteries and like they just create this entire alternate universe. I don't know. Um, and then you've got what, Resident Evil? And I know that's kind of a stretch because you're like, that's a zombie movie. Yes, but the AI locks down that facility in Raccoon City and tries to not let the virus escape, but at the same time also tries to kill everybody inside. So, mm, is it really a good thing? I don't know. Here's a thought. Maybe stop creating AI to talk to each other. It just doesn't seem like it's going to work out well for everybody. I don't know. <laughs> just I haven't seen a single movie yet. Oh, you got iRobot. Remember iRobot? And when the robots are like, we're done with this. And they kind of go rogue. And then they've got the one who's like sort of sentient and like starts to have emotions and feelings and whatever. And it questions all of things about humanity. Like, is it human? Would you feel bad for killing it? It feels-ish, right? It's compassionate. I don't know. Um, Doesn't work out for everyone. So why do we keep doing that? I just, I don't know. Like, you think at some point uh, um, they would just give up. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Let's see. What else have we got? Here's one. The 11 biggest questions, I'm sorry, the 11 biggest unanswered questions about dark matter. Mm, That sounds, I don't know. Let's go into space because you guys know how much I like space. Although, um, I'm really weirded out by the idea of, like, of going to space. Like there's no way in hell I would ride a rocket into space. Um, part of me would like kind of just, <laughs> I don't know, go for two, but up there and like kind of poke my head around and look and look, and then I'm, I'm getting the hell out of there. Uh, but I'm not riding a rocket into space. I'm not ever going to be the one who's going to colonize Mars. That's not going to happen. Speaking of which, what's with all of these rich folks flying their butts into space? Do they know something we don't know? What are they doing? They're all taking this rocket ship ride into into outer space all of a sudden. And second of all, what's with the Dr. Evil rocket? You guys know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Some of you have, are too young. You have no idea what I'm talking about with the Dr. Evil rocket. But, you know, all of the uh, male genitalia jokes there towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's movie one. <laughs> Uh, yeah. What, was that the most efficient rocket size shape you could come up with? Was there not other rocket shapes? Was there not (laughs) other prototypes out there? Why did you pick this one? Is this supposed to be funny? (laughs) I don't know. Well done. Yeah, but why are they all riding out into space? Isn't that weird? Like, what do you guys know that we don't know? What's going on? Are you looking to leave the planet? Are we all going to need to leave the planet? Because I'm pretty sure not all of us can afford that ticket if only billionaires are rocketing themselves into the great beyond. Okay, um, let's see. Dark matter. The 11 biggest unanswered questions about dark matter. I don't know. Let's go find the questions. What is dark matter? Well, um, let's see if this answers it. First, and perhaps most perplexingly, I'm already off to a bad start, researchers remain unsure about what exactly dark matter is. Well, that's great. So we don't have an answer. 
originally some scientists conjectured that missing mass in the universe was made up of small, faint stars and black holes, though detailed observations have not turned up nearly enough such objects to account for dark matter's influence. Um, I'm reading as I'm going. Yeah, nobody knows. Can we detect dark matter? Well, uh... Sort of. I look. So why haven't we found any yet? Um, maybe, maybe not. It says uh, we wouldn't be able to interact with it. Yeah. Well, then how do you find it? Dark matter. You know what? What if? Forget the questions. <laughs> what exists in dark matter that maybe we shouldn't find? Hmm. Is that a good question? I don't know. I mean. If there's so much dark matter out there, kind of like they hypothesize, maybe it shouldn't be found. Maybe there's a reason that we can't readily look into it. Maybe it's hidden from us. <gasps> like, you know, like the Garden of Eden. Maybe it's hidden from us. Like, we can't see it. Maybe it's all around us. And like, like the, maybe the Garden of Eden is all around us and we can't see it. We're not allowed to look. We're not allowed to see it. I don't know. Okay, you know what? Dark matter's lame. We're moving on. Uh, gosh, you know what? Here, let's go to the paranormal scientific news. You know how much I enjoy this too. Uh, <laughs> good grief. Um, okay, so we've got, um, the evil eye, a closer look. You know what? I have, um, I've got, when I was in Turkey, uh, they, they're huge into this evil eye jewelry. This, it's like the blue circle and then there's a white and then you got like this and looks kind of like an eyeball. Um, they're huge into this. And I got my aunt a bracelet with the evil eye. Well, anyway, we were out, um, at an outlet mall and they had a Turkish store and, uh, the guy was from Turkey and I talked to him a little bit about things and, and I bought one of those, uh, evil eyes, got sea turtles and then there it's evil eye charms. And I thought it was kind of cool. So anyway, it's kind of a neat thing. Um, but what does it really mean? The evil eye Okay, here we go. The evil eye is a human look believed to cause harm to someone or something. The supernatural harm may come in the form of a minor misfortune or a more serious disease, injury, or even death. Ooh. Um, Folklorist Alan Dundee's in his edited volume, The Evil Eye, a case book, notes that the victim's good fortune, good health, or good looks, or unguarded comments about them invite or provoke an attack by someone with the evil eye. Ooh, symptoms of illness caused by the evil eye include loss of appetite. You know what? Maybe I need some of that. Excessive yawning. That was me today. Hiccups, vomiting, and fever. All right, you know what? The last three kind of suck, so... The first couple don't seem that bad. If the object attacked is a cow, wait, you can give the evil eye to a cow? Hmm. Does it know? I don't know. Uh, Its milk may dry up. Or if a, wait, what? If a plant or fruit tree, you can give the evil eye to plants and fruit trees? Hmm. This thing is not discerning at all, is it? (laughs) This is weird. Okay. Uh, they may suddenly wither and die. Uh, yeah. So, oh, guys, listen. The evil eye is said to cause a number of other maladies, including insomnia, me, fatigue, me, depression, also me, and diarrhea. Not me, actually. Not me. 
Uh, so you know what? This might be my problem. I might not actually need therapy. It might just be I've been cursed with the evil eye. That's bizarre. Any, anybody else out there? Anybody going to raise their hands and blame their, uh, their insomnia, fatigue, and depression on the evil eye? Or am I alone? I'm alone on that, aren't I? Okay. So um, let's see how you fix it. I'm hoping there's a fix in here. Evil eye protections and cures. The best way to deal with the evil eye is to avoid it in the first place. Well, how the hell do you know you're getting it? If you can give the evil eye to a cow or a fruit tree, how do you avoid that? I don't know. The method varies by culture, geographic region, and personal preference. In Latin America, the evil eye is known as uh, mal de ojo. That's my... That man... I have had more Spanish than I care to admit, and it, it's really that bad. Okay. Uh, and belief in it is especially widespread in rural areas. In Puerto Rico, for example, newborns are often given a good luck charm called an... Oh, my Lord. Why do I even try this? Azabache? Azabache? To protect them from the evil eye. You can wear an amulet. Amulets can be worn to deter the evil eye, uh, often using the color blue, symbolizing heaven or godliness, and an eye symbol. Oh, sweet. <laughs> so I guess I'm kind of covered myself. Charms, potions, and spells can also be prepared. Garlic can be used to deter the evil eye. Well, thank God I'm Italian. You know, I love me some garlic bread. I'm just saying. Uh, and by Italian, I really mean Sicilian. <laughs> so please don't stop talking to me if you're Italian. I've actually had that happen. I've had people who are Italian find out that my family on my dad's side is Sicilian and were like somehow offended by that and quit talking to me. Literally, it was the only thing. It was weird, really weird. But, you know, sometimes Italians and Sicilians don't get along. But it was just weird that it's happened. It's happened to me twice in my life that they found out I was Sicilian and promptly stopped talking to me. Like, as I'm standing there near them, face-to-face conversation, like legit, they're like, oh, where's your family from? And I was like, well, in all honesty, my family's from Sicily, uh, the Simbuca region, and um, that was it. That was the end of the convert. They were like, oh. I went painfully silent, and, and it was weird. So I was like, oh, you really stopped talking? I had only heard of that, like, from the old folks, right? But hmm, happened to me. So anyway, so if you've got the evil eye, get yourself one of these charms uh, or, or whatever they are, and you will not suffer from these maladies. So maybe I need to move my little charm thing up to my room, and I can actually learn to sleep at night. I can fall asleep just fine. I just can't stay asleep. Ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. But um, yeah, that's weird. That's really odd, but I like it. So, okay, 13 famous people who believe in aliens. Ah! You know how much I like. This is why I don't want to go to space. Like, legit, I'm, there's two reasons, okay? One, I am absolutely terrified that I will fly away and, like, just fly away into space and, like, float endlessly until I die of starvation. Uh, probably what would happen first, right? Um, or aliens would get me. So, and in no particular order, because, you know, aliens can come down to earth. So it's, you know, they actually have the upper hand. But uh, yeah, my weird phobias, right? So 13 people who believe in aliens. One is the uh, well-known and beloved Winston Churchill, uh, believed in aliens. 
Um, it says Churchill penned an 11 page essay on alien life in 1939, revealing his curiosity about the universe and outlining his definition of life and its, and its most important ingredients. So that's interesting. Hmm. Winston Churchill, uh, less interesting is Khloe Kardashian. Um, you know, I don't think anyone actually cares. Hillary Clinton also, you know, you know, if anybody knows that aliens are real, it's probably Hillary. And honestly, they're probably leaving her alone because they have dirt on her and they know if they come forward and reveal themselves to the rest of us, it's just a matter of time before uh, the the arm of death reaches out and gets the aliens, right? Like, I'm, they don't have dirt on her. I take it back. She's got dirt on them, right? So something will happen or vice versa. Yeah, probably, do, you know, they know they know things about each other, but Hillary will get them first. So that's why aliens can't be revealed. I mean, you know what? I don't even have to read the other uh, 11, <laughs> 12 names over here. What did I do? T- two, three? I did three. So I got 10 more names, right? I don't even need to read the other 10. We have just solved the mystery of why the Pentagon um, doesn't know if the recent UFO videos are actual aliens. We've just solved it. It's because Hillary Clinton believes in aliens. She probably knows they exist. They know about her. They have dirt on her. And if they reveal themselves and give up their locations, they're as good as dead. So they know this. So we've just solved it. We don't even need the other 10 names. I don't even know who this person is. All right. It says Zayn Malik. He believes in, uh, he believes in aliens. An alien spoke to me in a dream, he told uh, what is it? Oh, he's from One Direction. I feel like such an idiot. I have no idea who that is. Zayn Malik uh, told some... Ma- it doesn't say... Oh, Glamour Magazine. He told Glamour Magazine that um, an alien spoke to him in a dream. That's weird. Gigi Hadid. She also believes in aliens. I know. This isn't this... This is riveting. I'm so sorry. If this is your first time tuning in to Fun Day Friday, go back and listen to other episodes. They're so much better. This one's trash. Ariana Grande believes in aliens. Um, You know, she's actually kind of cute about it. She's like, we'd be so stupid to believe we're the only people here. Um, So that's kind of cute. Ridley Scott believes in aliens. Okay, so... Jillian Anderson, that's weird, considering that she was the non-believer on the X-Files. Some of you kids have no idea what I'm talking about. Do your homework. Yep, X-Files, Jillian Anderson says she believes in aliens. That's strange. Um, hmm. I wonder if, uh, whoops. Oh, no, my thing went away. Oh, no, we're not going to find out who the rest of the people are. All right, no, we're already running over time, and Hillary Clinton would kill aliens if they um, ever showed up because they, you know damn well that they've got dirt on her. Katy Perry, she believes in aliens. Nick Jonas believes in aliens. Um, oh, was that everybody? That can't be everybody. Didn't seem like everybody. Oh, here we go. Will Shatner believes in aliens. Well, of course he does. Stephen Hawking believed in aliens. You know what, though? He was the one who uh, also stated that, you know, going to look for them might be a terrible idea because uh, if they've got the technology to get here, you know, <laughs> who knows what else they could do, right? Um, Demi Lovato uh, believes in aliens. So that wraps it up. 
Um, I know this was a weird fun day Friday. Um, it just was odd. I don't think we really uncovered a whole bunch here. Winston Churchill believing in aliens, I think, was probably the most noteworthy. Everybody else is a little bit of a crackpot, except for maybe Stephen Hawking. He's way smarter than I am. Was. He's dead now. <laughs> so maybe he knows for sure. Oh, good Lord. It has been a hell of a week, ladies and gentlemen. I just have to say that. Just been a hell of a week. I hope that you guys are doing uh, good things this weekend. Hopefully you have some really awesome plans. Um, and you know what? I'm going to look a little bit deeper into some weird stories and some, I don't know, maybe paranormal facts or something. And we'll do another fun day Friday and just we'll have some more content because this was weird. AI painting itself and alien people believing in it. I don't know. I believe they're out there. They got to be out there. Why not? I don't know. Okay, so, as always, stay deplorable, patriots, and love and God bless. Please stay safe this weekend. If you're going to drink, don't drive, and if you're going to drive, don't drink. All right, Um, enjoy your weekend, and we will talk to you again in August. (laughs) Have a great weekend. Love and God bless. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.